Hi guys, welcome to the Business of Art and Design, where we have straightforward conversations with artists and designers who have used their arts degree to pursue a career in the visual arts. I'm your host, Jody McCoy, Director of Exhibitions at Missouri State University, and I'm joined by photo students Kevin and Ruby. Today we are chatting with Chicago-based photographer Sarah Hyatt. In her new photo book, In the Midst of Things, Sarah explores the murky, identity-forming side of adolescence in rural America and specifically examines the relationships children have to one another, their environment, and their bodies. Welcome, Sarah. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for being here. I am happy to be here. Um, So first of all, we just want to say congratulations on your new photo book. Thank you. So could you just walk us through what the process of creating a book is like? Yeah. So I had a little of an unusual experience. Um, I began a relationship with um, this publishing company um, that I met through Instagram. Um, They found my work on Instagram, um, reached out to me because they were creating a photo blog um, and they were interested in my work and they wanted to uh, feature it on their blog. Um, and then a couple years pass, and we maintain a pretty friendly relationship. Um, and I meet with them for dinner when they're visiting Chicago. They're um, California-based. And um, I was in my last semester of graduate school, and they extended an offer um, or an interest it, that they wanted to make this work into a book. They were a publishing company that... Um, specialized in literature and poetry mainly and they wanted to expand into photography um and one of the um editors of the uh publishing company Spurl Editions is what they're called um is also a photographer and he had um, produced some of his own work into books but I was the first one that they outsourced and reached out to in getting you know my work put into a into a book um and so from then on, it was working out contracts and figuring out how all of that was going to go. Uh, before you get more into that discussion, can you tell us a little bit about the actual content of the book, just so that we have a better idea of what it's about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the book is called In the Midst of Things, and it's a series based around my niece and nephews. Um, and I spent, the book covers about six years of time, um, two thousand. 11 to 2017 or so. Um, And it's really about growing up. I call it like a coming of age story, which are some of my favorite stories, films and literature. Um, And about that transition and that um, uncertainty and, uh, you know, awkwardness of growing into your body um, and moving from childhood to teenage years and then in, into adulthood. And there's always a sense of um, like inevitable growing up and inevitable adulthood and eventually, you know, death, <laughs> which is kind of bleak, but it's, I'm really interested in that whole transition. Um, and death is always looming. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier today, Sarah came to our photography class and talked to us a little bit and um, you mentioned that um, you you plan on continuing working on this project about your nieces and nephews. Um, and so even though you've already published a book, um, where do you kind of see this project going after the book is published? Um, do you plan on making another book or, or what? 
Yeah, that I mean that would be wonderful. I would love to have a series of books on this on on these people. Um, that way, people can go back through and see them grow throughout time. Um, some of my favorite artists have done similar things, um, like the photographer Renika Dijkstra photographed a girl um, from a young age, uh, I believe four or five, um, up until she was in her 20s and had her own children. Um, and you see that that process and that relationship also grow in that time. Um, so yeah, I mean, if anybody out there wants to continue and jump on board with this work, I would love to create a book series on that. Um, so that, have you seen the movie Boyhood? I have, that yeah. That kind of reminds me of the concept um, behind that movie. I haven't actually seen it, but mm-hmm. um, I know that it's sort of about the same thing as your project. I, after I saw that film, I was definitely really excited about that kind of sort of epic project. Um, I believe the director is Richard Linklater, I think. And he, if anybody doesn't know, he worked on this film for 10 or 12 years. Um, I could be totally pulling that out of somewhere, but um, it the same cast and the same story and followed this boy um, in until he graduated high school. Um, and you see like the out side of his life like his parents divorce and how they deal with that and his sister growing up and relationships and um, abusive step parents and things like that so um, it definitely has themes that I'm interested in Um, it's it's an okay film but I think the idea of it is holds way more than the actual content comes across um, it would be hard to maintain consistency for that long for a film yeah. that somebody sits and watches for two hours, but you really worked 12 years on. So, so Sarah, getting back into the publishing process, um, can you kind of pick up where you left off telling us about how the process works and then maybe tell us how your publishing process was different than other ways to publish photo books, other processes? Yeah, I think my experience was a little different just because often artists... I think mostly have to put forward some sort of money towards the project. Um, and I didn't have to do that. Um, it's a, There's a smaller amount that was published, um, but I think because it was their first photo book um, that they were kind of taking a little bit of a, a risk. Um, and I th- think their idea was to make a bunch of different artists' photo books kind of all at once. Um so I, I don't see money from it, but I do get paid in copies of books, which has been really nice. Um, but yeah, I think the main difference is artists often have to, you know, put forth their own cash to, to make it happen or reach out to publishers and, um, you know, con- contribute something um, to that where I was reached out to, which was nice. Um, yeah. And... It totally unexpected, but um, it was a it was a good experience, and that I mean that means that I had less control, creative control. But I'm glad that it happened, <laughs> of course. When did you create this work? I know you mentioned that it took you that you've been creating it over the past few years, but kind of where did it? When did it start in your educational career? I guess, and then how is it continuing now? Yeah, so it began when I was here at Missouri State in my undergrad classes. Um, 
as a technical assignment in my color photography class. Um, I was just visiting home. And home, by the way, is Joplin, Missouri, which is just an hour west of here. So not too far. I used the kids to hold up gray cards and, you know, do this assignment. And I ended up taking it back to school. And somebody in my class thought the pictures were kind of interesting and saw something there um, and convinced me to do a project on on Emma and Ethan, the two oldest ones. So it kind of, I mean, it took its course from there. I did some other projects relating to childhood memories in my classes, um, did some writing, and then ended up narrowing it down to being about these three kids, my relationship to them, and growing up, um, of course, while I was in graduate school. So could you tell us kind of your experience with um, like any exhibitions you've done of your work and kind of sort of versus your experience with um, the photo book and like which one do you prefer? Yeah. Um, so my work, the culmination of it was in my MFA thesis exhibition um, through Columbia College, Chicago. Um, and then it was in a few, some pieces were in some um, curated shows here and there throughout the country, but not a lot. And I continue to this day to submit to exhibitions to try to get it out there and on the wall. Um, but that is a completely different experience. I think attending a show at a gallery um, is its own its own entity, it's its own thing. Um, whereas a book is also its own thing, and you get maybe the whole story, whereas the, in a gallery you get a piece of the story that may contribute to somebody else's story too, which is it's, it's another fun way to experience photography. Um, but I do, as a whole, see this work living as a book and as something that you can physically hold. And where I, as the person hopefully having some say in the design of this, it is um, dictating how somebody may look through the book um, and which images they see um, and when. Of course, you can't always, just like you can't tell somebody how to look through a gallery show, um, you can't tell them how they're going to flip through a book either. But you hope that they do it, you know, <laughs> the way that we're taught. <laughs> so you mentioned that you went to grad school at Columbia College in Chicago. Tell us a little bit about that experience and uh, maybe what what you expected going into it and then how it was different from your expectations and what what should we actually expect if we're, you know, photo students or photo people who are considering grad school? So I think going into it, I, I was really excited. I had spent a year um, just after my BFA um, preparing and researching all these schools and really liked Chicago when I visited and really liked the school and the students that went there. It, it was a good environment. I was really open to ideas and learning, um, but then got pretty tired the first semester I, pretty quickly. And I think I expected to be making amazing work right off the bat and that I was really good and really cool and awesome at what I did. Um, but then it, it just turns out that I had to actually work hard, you know, and um, which sounds silly, but it is, I think for anybody, it's, it's a, 
kind of a shock to the system a little bit. Plus, you're you're thrown into this world, um, and that's that's what you're doing. You're eating, breathing, sleeping, grad school, and making work, and talking about art, and looking at art, and getting critiqued, and um, getting it thrown out, and then having to redo something, and getting it thrown out again, and it's just this whole process, and it's it's really great, but. Um, yeah, it was definitely a shock to the system that first semester. So I know you've applied to some other grad schools mm-hmm. and you weren't impressed with some of them and some of them I'm sure you were, but you were talking about one specifically um, that you, uh, you sat in on a critique and you weren't impressed. So I just want to know what is it that you look for in those critiques that does impress you? Well, that school specifically, and I'm, I guess I won't name any names, but um, the... The environment was just really bleak and not welcoming to me. Um, There weren't that many students. And once the professors left, which they seemed in a hurry just to get me through the visit, um, they left. They told the students to take me out for drinks or something and, you know, answer questions. And um, the students turned around and said, yeah, we're not going to do that. And you shouldn't come here. It's not great. We're not we're not happy with it. And, um, I was except, I I mean, I was offered a full ride, um, for the whole three years at that school, but I, I just had a really bad feeling about it. And I think that's important to go and visit and see the spaces and talk to the students that go there for any school. Cause that really swayed me in the direction of Columbia college or the experiences that they, they see that they know it's hard, um, but they're making good work and they're better for it. So how about your post-grad expectations? Um, what did you expect post-grad? I know you have a book and as you mentioned, you've been included in several kind of group exhibitions, but is it what you thought it would be? And uh, what is it like? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I well, I, first of all, I wasn't expecting a book and that was a lovely surprise. Um, And I jumped on the opportunity because I wanted to, I mean, honestly, add it to my resume and hopefully have people take me more seriously as an artist and try to land a a full-time teaching gig or something. But it's been, it's been three years now this spring that I've graduated and I don't have a full-time job. Um, I have multiple jobs and piecing together a bunch of things to make it work. But I, I think that's not that's not unusual. I have friends who are also in the same boat, um, or took a different path. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you, you can do after grad school, work in a gallery or museum. Um, you can do freelance work for magazines and, um, it's, it's really about just, you know, unfortunately kind of schmoozing and getting your name out there and, um, which I've never been good at, but um, the people that are good at it are doing pretty well right now. Um, but still having to piece together multiple jobs. Um, right now I'm teaching at uh, a private arts high school in Chicago, um, and it's been a really great experience. It's I'm in the media arts department, and the high school is kind of structured similar to a university um, where there are multiple departments, and the kids are often like self-driven, um, working towards a certain goal for a semester, um, like a show. I've, I'm the first to teach the photography there. They haven't had a photography program at all. So that's been really fun to 
kind of um, mold into something that Mm -hmm. I want it to be. And hopefully that can turn into something more. Right now I'm part-time, three classes a week. But I think it just takes time. And my other main gig is bartending. So... (laughs) Seems fun. Mm -hmm. It's great. I love it. (laughs) That's where I make the most money. (laughs) Despite maybe not having your expectations met, I'm not sure if, okay, maybe that's not what you're saying, but do do you still recommend for people who are interested in going to grad school to go? And if so, what was the, what are some of the best things that you got out of it that you would, that you don't think you could live without, I guess. (laughs) Um, Well, yes, I think, and this is, I don't know, maybe a hot take. I think everybody should go. Um, It can be expensive and timely. Maybe the timing for you or a certain person isn't right in the moment, but it might be later. I think that the time there and the people that I met and the things that I've learned and how I've grown as an artist, I wouldn't have happened if I, if I hadn't gone. Um, And there are very successful people who are artists who didn't go to graduate school and it's not the end all or be all. Um, But for me, it's it's the boost that I needed. And if you can, then why not? Because the least that's going to happen is that you meet really interesting, cool artists. So I know we're kind of on the topic of grad school, but um, I have a question about your work specifically, because for me as a photographer, I find it so hard to sort of um, for lack of a better way to say it, um, see the point in, in like, well, I create this work because I enjoy it and I, it means something to me, but how do you, um, sort of suss out what it means to other people and like what you want it to mean to other people? I know that's such a, that's a difficult question for me. So I think about what the point of anything is every day. So, um, yeah, I just have to remind myself that, um, maybe somebody out there is reading the essay and looking at the pictures and, um, relating to it in some way and getting some tiny bit of insight into, I don't know, life or whatever their past their future um yeah I mean this work isn't there's no social change behind it and not that I'm not interested in that um but it is very personal and as much as I hate talking about myself I I find that I make a lot of personal work um whatever maybe I need to talk more about that with my therapist but um but yeah it's that's I don't know I don't know what the point is the point is I I don't I don't see myself doing anything else and I'm not good at a lot of other things so this is something that I get excited about and love doing and um if I'm ever, ever feeling a lull or that feeling of what the point of art or any of this is then I just try to find like a really good essay about it or watch a old artist lecture on YouTube and get re-excited again. Um, that was one of my favorite things about um, coming to school here is that the photo professors gave amazing photo lectures about other artists and the history of photography. And that always, even after I graduated, I would sit in a couple times and just like feel empowered like ah people can can and are doing cool things and I want to do that too 
channel. That's great. Thanks. Okay. Um, how about any? Do you have any advice for graduate or even undergraduate students listening right now? Besides the stuff you've already told us, which has been helpful to me at least. Yeah. Get sleep. Take care of your body and take care of yourself. And um, if you're feeling grumpy and not creative, and th- you either need to sleep or eat, like that's that's the thing. One of those two or both of those things will will fix that. Um, but yeah, because if you're not taking care of yourself and it's really easy to, to neglect that, um, you're not going to be happy and you're not going to be making good stuff. So that is my number one advice. Also, just it's intimidating, but don't be afraid to just put yourself out there. And if you see a photographer at some conference or something that you've always admired, just go up to them and they might be jerks. But then you'll find out <laughs> and you can move on and find somebody else to admire. Um but it's it's worth it to make those connections and you know just pick other people's brains and yeah thank you so much yeah thank you thank you so much for joining us you can find sarah online at sarahhyatt.com that's s a r a h dash h i a t t.com and on instagram at sarah liz hyatt you can also find the Missouri State Department of Art and Design on Instagram at MSU Art Design. The business of art and design is recorded at Missouri State University. The show is produced by audio students Katie Salkhill and Adam Chilcote and electronic arts and video student Gio Canales Rueda. Special thanks to Kevin and Ruby for co-hosting today and Lance Moyer for designing our cover art. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.